let's do this. Uh, welcome to Nerds, Geeks, in the Kitchen Sink, the podcast. It's like hanging out at the video store, or in this case, the comic book store slash video I, I, store? Getting toy store? I mean, look behind how about, you in there. The, how about, it's the, it's the podcast that's like hanging out in the IGA magazine section that has comic books, and it's right across from the VHS tapes. Okay, that'll work. Close I'm enough. sure our guests will know exactly what I mean. Yeah, absolutely not. Uh... <laughs> Uh, we have an amazing returning guest. We have Umar Ditta with us. Yay! Yay! Oh, the, the crowd goes well. How are you guys doing? You good? <laughs> so oh, good to see you. So good to see you. Yeah. Absolutely. Great to see you guys as well. And it's amazing to be back. Yes, thank you. I could not think of a better reason to have you back. Uh, such a such a fun... I'm not going to give any spoilers. Okay, let's say right off the top. We're going to be talking about Doctor Strange... Later in the episode. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. We're going mm-hmm. to be spoiling the shit out of it. Yes, we yeah. are. So if you've not seen it, there are some things that I would not have wanted spoiled. So you should check it out if you're not sure. But if you've been on any kind of social media on the internet beforehand, yeah. <laughs> unfortunately, yeah, we'll all talk that about was spoiled. That when we get yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Chris, what have you been up to? Uh, well, I'm just back in town. I've been gone for two weeks. Uh, mm-hmm. My daughter had like the biggest cheer competition in the world. Uh, we were at Disney for twelve days. Uh, you, you poor thing. I, I, you know, <laughs> we actually, you know, to save a little money, we stayed at a house for like half of it, and then stayed on Disney where she had a paid bin with one of her teams. So we got to stay on Disney kind of for free, except for what everything else cost. Which is never that free. No. But, uh, it's not that free. <laughs> yeah. That's a new phrase. Yeah. So, uh, no, but I got to uh, get a couple things. I showed you guys before we started recording the Cal Kestis lightsaber, which it's is way beautiful. cool. Yeah. And then yeah. I got a new uh, drinking cup so that I will be drinking spotchka and whiskey out of... <laughs> Which is the uh, a mythosaur, a mythosaur right? yeah. uh, skull mug. Yeah. So, which actually, very cool. you know, I can grab the horn and drink it like that way out of it. So, I would break it so fast. <laughs> I'm so good at breaking those types of things. This thing is pretty solid. I mean, it's it's like um maybe an eighth of an inch thick, a solid, you know, ceramic. Mm-hmm. You say so, it's solid, and DK sees that as a challenge. I know. That's yeah. why he will never, <laughs> ever touch it. This is so true. Don't let me have yeah. it. Don't let me touch it. Uh, <laughs> I'll be like the guy, you know, that holds the Stanley Cup with the white gloves, just kind of showing it in front of him. Yes. Yes. Have you ever seen the Stanley Cup in person? Yes. It is so is cool. It, is, is it as huge as it seems it like? It is huge. I mean, it's why a good, it so at least like three and a half feet tall. You couldn't drink anything out of it. Why do they call it the Stanley Cup? So stupid. Have you ever watched hockey players when they win? Yes. They drink all sorts of shit <laughs> yeah, out of it. They do. <laughs> Those weirdos. <laughs> Umar, how about you? What have you been up to? Well, um, yesterday was a free comic book day event at my local comic book store, which we had to do it a week later than the you know the national or global free comic book comic book day due to. I think there was like a Warhammer event that was going on, um, mm-hmm. which was very exciting and all that stuff. But 
I don't know that much about Warhammer, so I was, I was going to the free comic book day events, and it was with you, don't worry. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and it was great. It was really fun. It was um, I was there uh, um, cabling uh, along with Tim Perkins, who is pretty much like a local legend around uh, that area. He's a, a real legend. Yeah, yes, we know yes. who he is. Oh yeah, he is awesome and. Uh, he was there tabling alongside me with his, uh, you know, his uh, Wizards Keep, uh, oops, sorry, Wells End Wizards Keep uh, t- title. Obviously, Tim Perkins for the Uninitiated used to work at Marvel UK. He's worked with 2000 AD, DC, all this stuff. And one of the stuff that I loved about was that because we're tabling next to each other, and and we've done this, I think, for three years on the row uh, in a row, except for obviously COVID. Um, it's just getting so much knowledge out of him. Like it's, it's like like having your access to like a free Wikipedia, but everything you know is legit, and it's right <laughs> there with you. I'm just I'm just siphoning so much stuff out of him and just chatting to him, and because and it's also interesting to see. And he also mentioned it in like the last couple of years how I've been progressing through the comics industry and progressing to like you know doing my own stuff and pitching and working with other publishers. It it kind of at times reminds me of that. Uh, Paul Rudd Hot Ones wink, where we're like, who'd have thunk it? Not, not, that's that, 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 that really fun. Yeah, so I listened to your, when you guys were on your local radio. Oh, yeah. And uh, it, it just sounded, it got me hyped. I'm like, I need to be at this event. <laughs> yes, yes, How can did. I make this happen? Well, it's impossible, but. It sounds like it was a great time. He's a legend. Um, mm. Pretty jealous of uh, just you being able to hang out in that environment, period. Yeah. Yeah. I miss that type of environment. Uh, it's been a while. Yeah. And uh, with such great company, I mean, that would be, I, I couldn't think of a better way to spend right. the day. It was brilliant. It was brilliant. It was just, um, yeah, just talking with the combination of, uh, you know, just talking about our work, but also talking about just, what we've seen recently it, it kind of was like a, you know the conversation we're going to have today we just sure. literally like you said at the beginning in a comic book shop talking and just shooting the shit I me mean, i couldn't believe it. i thought this guy who like I, I picked up the annuals that he worked on as a kid and all this stuff and somehow we considered not not i'm not gonna say peers but you know we, we considered in this in the industry like i'm working in the comics industry and i'm considered that i have a similar job to this legend get them it's very exciting. Yeah, yeah, I feel it for you. It's it's so exciting. I wouldn't be able to shut up about Judge Dredd. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I want to know everything. Yeah. (laughs) Did you get any cool anything fun from him that you can share? Just like anything, anything related to his work. Um, what it was was we talked a lot about how 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 great it is to self publish. But also because in the last couple of years I've been working with other publishers and he was just giving me tidbits and insights into how you've got to know your worth and how to, quote unquote, not get screwed over by publishers. Because that's the main sort of issue where I would love to work with other publishers. And it's also due to, obviously, I'm not going to say, oh, yeah, I would love to work with DC and Marvel, but the reason why I won't work with them because I don't know if they screw me over. Not, I don't know. Obviously, they're not lovely. That's the main thing. But yeah. but also with other publishers who try to say, like, you know, uh, or put some cash up front and then you help with the publishing. Like, no, that's not how it works. You, and that's what happened to Tim in the past where deadlines would be insane by some publishers. And then that's where he sort of got out of the comics world and he went to other avenues. I think he, crazy enough, he started uh, uh, what's it called uh, designing theme park rides, 
really mm-hmm. I read that. Yeah. yeah, yeah which is I read that in his bio. Thin, and, and like he did that for a few years, and he, he got obviously acclaim and all that stuff, and then decided to go back into comics, but on his terms. So if there's anything, the sort of stuff that we talk about is, you know, obviously Tim is he'll only go back to publish work or anything like that if there's certain people who uh, you know offering jobs. But obviously, he's very healthy with what he's doing at the moment. While with myself, and obviously, yeah, Tim has given me feedback and insights on the role that I want to do is where I have my own self own you know creator stuff sure. but then just dabbling in with work for hire but just not going heads into work for hire and then saying oh it's, it's not going to be consistent because you're going to have to find job consistently all the time all the time whereas if it's your own stuff you all got to do is find the funding and yes it's more legwork yeah. and it's harder but it's more gratifying so yeah. it was that's sort of interesting stuff we talked about yeah I, it, it does seem like you're going about it in a way that makes complete sense. And I think is if, in today's world, like the Kickstarter model oh, is viable. We know mm-hmm. it works. Yeah. You know it works. Yeah. Yep. Why not go that route? Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and it's getting that Kickstarter model for your own stuff, but it's also getting an understanding of how certain publishers, like, like for example, I work with uh, Black Art Press, uh, a Scottish-based um, publisher, for a, a superhero comic that's coming out later this year, uh, Principal. And that process was really fun. It was it was all the stuff that I would normally do with a story, write the story, write the script and everything like that. But when it came to them doing the funding, which they did a combination of Kickstarter and through other platforms, when it came to that stage, I was like, okay, after launch the Kickstarter, I was like, no, 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 all you've got to do is just promote it. I was like, okay, if you send a link, all I've got to do is share it. Great, that is a little, like I'm not expecting 50,000 books to come to my house and yeah, going to ship yeah. them out. That's always a headache, but it's great. That, it's part of that. I'm like, yeah, I'm glad I'm working with some publishers sometimes. Yeah, that's so great. That's so that's great. Awesome. Oh, man. Well, uh, what I've been doing lately is playing the Evil Dead game. That's it. It's, it's all I can think I've about. I've downloaded it. I have not it's got all on I want it to do. I have a serious Evil Dead problem. <laughs> this is not news to anyone, but I'm being enabled right now by my family, which is incredible. Well, and Bones I, isn't I, helping I, any. Bones isn't helping. I played with Bones last night for several hours. Uh, shout outs to Bones from the Five Day Rentals podcast. Uh, don't let him drive the car. Uh, <laughs> you'll see. If you check out my Twitter, you'll see. Um, we it's so fun. We should probably talk about that now, Chris. You've not played it. I, I've got it downloaded. I have not had a chance. Isabella's last okay. performance was at Bush Stadium uh, at the Cardinals game, so nice. we were gone all weekend. You know, did you, did you stay and watch the game? Yeah, that's awesome. Did, did the Cardinals win? No, <laughs> they won the next day. I'm like, you've got to be. Oh, of course. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I'm not really uh, following the Cardinals, so I, but. We were there because our, I go maybe once or twice a year, and that's about it. So yeah, yeah. now when we get I, soccer I here, enjoy. I will I'm have season tickets. Soccer. I will I'll have be season watching. tickets. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I am on the list. So, but but the uh, the baseball thing is just like I I enjoy going to the to the park and like eating and drinking a beer and hanging out. Yeah. But it's always like oh, there's the secondary thing of there's these men down on a field hitting balls. That's happening. But for me, it's always just like, oh, that made it sound It's your strange. little Christopher Walken <laughs> moment there. Yeah. Yeah. Hitting balls. Hitting balls? These now, guys. <laughs> now, I would, I would watch baseball if uh, Christopher Walken was a sports commentator then. Oh, Wouldn't that be God. the best? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a home run. 
Yes. Wow. There he goes. <laughs> Around the bases. Homer. And <laughs> like, just saying about that, you we were saying proper. <laughs> like, so good. Yeah. Uh, anyway, Evil Dead. <laughs> yes, yeah, Evil Dead. I, I'll just give you a quick, my quick version of okay. my thoughts on this. I am a huge fan of the, of the franchise, which I'm sure has colored my, you, you know, uh, reception of this game a little bit. But I think I would probably love it regardless uh, because the gameplay, incredibly, the gameplay is very polished. It's very fun. Uh, it, it, it just works. And I, I think you could safely put it sort of top of the class as far as this genre of like, uh, you know, these, these, these strange multiplayers where it's uh, a team of four versus a team of one. You know, like you're, you're Friday the 13th, you're Dead by Daylight. Mm. Um, evil, evolve. You know, lots of those games. I almost called it... Okay, I used to work, uh, you know, it, near gaming, and someone called the game Evolve, Evolve VE, because they misread the... This doesn't make any sense to anyone, but if you look at the, the cover for the game Evolve, the way it's... The art works, it looks like Evolve VE. Okay. And someone asked me for that game once, and I said, what are you talking about? Evolve VE. Anyway, tangent. It's over. Look that up. I'll, I'll share it somewhere. Uh, so the Evil Dead game, you can play as three different versions of Ash, which is fun, um, across these quite large maps, which uh, I didn't think there would be vehicles in an Evil Dead game, but there are vehicles you can drive around, which are very helpful. Mm-hmm. And it's all about team play. And the game has like this fear mechanic where... If you get away from your group for too long, or if you are in the dark for too long, your character will start to suffer the wrath of the deadites, essentially. So you'll be targeted by the computer or or other players. It'll reveal you to them, to, to the enemy players. And uh, you will also get these horrible jump scares. They're terrible. <laughs> this, these faces will pop up at you. Remember Scary Maze Game? Oh, yeah. It's like Scary Maze Game. It's horrible. Um and so you want to avoid that. So I, I'm I'm kind of surprised to be telling you that the Evil Dead game is maybe actually scary. It, well, that's it, good. It has, mo- I mean, it has moments that are actually scary. I've just never found that any of those to be scary, really, in any way. I just love them. They're fun to me. But yeah, yeah I, I, there's a few moments when you sort of feel yourself like sh- shrinking away from the TV. <laughs> like, it's going to happen. It's yeah. going to happen. I'm holding my controller. It's going to happen. So um, it, it is... So much fun. Uh, there's different classes. There's different. Um, there's some different modes. There's single player content that is oh, excellent. Yeah. It's yeah. really fun. It's yeah. it's actually I, I couldn't believe it. So in this case, I know this game was delayed about a year, I think. Yeah. And I celebrate this delay, and I'm so glad that they did delay it because the game it, it's there. It's great. It's fun. It's worth the forty bucks. I highly recommend. So, Chris, I look forward to playing it. Umar, yes. if, you, if you end up getting it, I would love to play. I, I, I might, I'm really thinking about it. In, in the live stream that I saw um, on Steph's um, channel, mm-hmm. uh, it really looked fun. And um, when we talk about the, the, you know, the jump scare moments or whatever, it reminded me of, um, what's it called, Eternal Darkness. Yes. In Sanity Meter. Where it was like, yes. it, it just... I don't know. <laughs> obviously, obviously, when I when I watch the live stream, I've got like you know two monitors set up, and I've got like only like it's only a small 
uh, you know, real estate of the screen that takes up. So yeah. it doesn't really affect me that much. But I'm just imagining it from you guys in like a big 40-inch <laughs> screen. It just jumps out of your dad. It looks good. And I just, and my, what I'm laughing at is more the reaction that you and Steph have when you're playing it. And it's hilarious. When I didn't expect it, I was. It, it really got me. It really <laughs> yeah. got me. Which I just, I, I'm really, it, it, I can't believe I'm telling you that it's scary. I just would never have thought that they would pull that off. Yeah. Mm. But but they did. And and it's so much fun. Um the kills are fun. The I was playing with some of the single player stuff. It's really challenging, but you unlock new characters like okay. that. So um but it will took like it took me like ten tries on the very first mission. Really? Which essentially um recounts Evil Dead Two's opening. Okay. Um, okay. So but it's it's so fun. They clearly care a lot about the source material there's a lot of little things in there if you're an evil dead fan you're going to be delighted so um i think i'm going to be talking about this game for a long time playing this and enjoying this game for a long time so uh, highly recommended i'll stop i'll shut up about it's it all right i can't I wait can, to get I can on talk there, all day so yeah. yeah probably this evening i'll probably jump on so right. kind of let me Just know speaking of like the little easter eggs i remember uh, i remember seeing um henrietta yeah. in the floor yeah. but that, that was great when uh, just little nods like that and uh well, when he said the vehicles, I, I don't know if you... But do you get to drive the Oldsmobile? Because yeah. I don't know what you were driving... Was that what you were driving in when I was watching? There are other vehicles as well. Yeah, yeah. You can just find so. random... Yeah, there's Jeeps and, and trucks and cars. Uh, but yeah, you do... You Even in the multiplayer, you can find the classic. It's there. And uh, you can you can drive it around and crash it. And uh, it's, it's so fun. <laughs> it's just so fun to be speeding through that environment and the environments look gorgeous i don't know what engine they're using but it is gorgeous the lighting effects are beautiful oh all right one more little tangent about this one more thing yeah this is i've okay let me calm myself down (laughs) in high school i was a massive feeble dead fanatic it's all Mm -hmm. i wanted to talk about it's all i could think about it's all i wanted to do i would have friends over i would just one by one invite a friend over and show them Evil Dead 2, <laughs> Army of Darkness. Um, You're the Evil Dead pusher. You were like evil the Dead yes, pusher. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So to varying degrees of success, some of them loved it. Some of them were like, what, what is this skeleton thing? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. So I would, I would consume so much Evil Dead, read about it. I read Bruce Campbell's book four times. You know, I just, everything. I had posters. I had as much as you could have. I had it. And um, I would do so much evil deading during the day that it would sometimes bleed over into my dreams. <laughs> and I had this, this sounds so nerdy. I'm sorry, but this I had this recurring, this, yeah, I guess this is the right place for it. I had this recurring dream of, of me finding an old VHS tape and it's like a lost evil dead film. And, and in the footage you see Ash running around this like muddy farm in a rainstorm and I, it was so vivid to me and there's a farm in a muddy rainy area in one of the maps and I was playing as Bruce and I just had this insane moment of much like in the multiverse of madness uh, you realize your dream was something real uh, I, I had this crazy moment and I couldn't I couldn't verbalize it to anyone until now and it's it it was just like a, literally a dream come true this game so that's it i'm just very that's excited awesome. i have awesome. to stop talking about it it's okay it's okay you're in a safe place it's yeah. a safe place thank you thank you thank you speaking of scary games have you seen the new footage for the 
which sounds like it'll be a PlayStation 5 exclusive of the new Silent Hill. That footage was pulled before I could get to it. Oh, okay. Oh, um, was it, it leaked? leaked? Yeah, yeah, it was leaked. I got to see it, and then the night, and when I tried to do it a second time, yeah, it was gone. I didn't, I didn't pursue it very much, but let me just say this: I have not seen that footage. I'm that aside. I'm very interested in a new Silent Hill game. Mm-hmm. I have some thoughts about what it could and should be, but I mean, for me, PT was. Like the scariest game ever made. I that PT that was. little snippet of PT. Yeah. You know, this reminded me a lot of that. Was it from the first person? Yes. Mm. And there was that one point where you're like walking from a lit hallway and start to go into a dark one. And someone walks out. Ugh. And she levitates in front of you. <laughs> like, like... Walking dead, walking, and then levitating like that. So she's all kind of contorted and mm-hmm. and feet dangling and stuff. Sure. That and then she does the whole, you know, arm reach out and start following. Yeah, it was. Cool. It had that kind of Lovely. scare to it, like the like the PT. So. Cool. I still have PT on two PlayStation. <laughs> I've cherished those devices. Yeah. <laughs> I go to bed with them. Uh, no, I think the prospect of more Silent Hill is great. Konami needs to get their act together yeah. in that yeah. department. Um, although they also need to get it together with many of their franchises. Castlevania, uh, Metal Gear Solid. These things need to come back yeah. in a big way. Are you, are you telling me Metal Gear Survive wasn't a good game? I, I want you to stop talking. <laughs> <laughs> You know, to be fair, I never played it. I, I didn't give him any money for it. I you didn't need to. It was just no. stick poking. You just go around poking zombies with stick. And That's all I saw of it. Yeah. Why was it good. zombies? It's e- it's army. Oh, see, I'm saying Evil Dead and Army <laughs> Darkness. Why is it zombies? It's Metal Gear Solid. I, it makes no sense. I, I think what they did is, um, basically, I forgot what they were called in Metal Gear, in Metal Gear Five. The you know when it's the the sort of zombify that when they have the black mist on them, mm-hmm. they just leaned into that, yeah, and just leaned into that. That's it. That was the only aspect that they took away. They from leaned it. into it and fell over into it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, shit, in a farm, <laughs> on a farm, <laughs> in my dreams. In a well. yeah. <laughs> so let's talk the uh, Moon Knight finale. Okay. Uh, my overall thoughts were: I enjoyed the show. I think Oscar Isaac is the reason to watch. Yes. He makes it uh, the show that it is, in my opinion. His performances are fantastic. Uh, I didn't always love every aspect of the show. Right. But the second to last episode. and um, Probably I'll try the best not to, one. I'll try not to spoil anything, but that okay. episode when he's when he's really working out his personal Demons. problems. Yeah. yeah. Um, you could call them demons. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that episode got me. I, I really, he, he was so good in it, and I, I thought that was probably the best episode of the show. The finale's fun. Yeah. Um. Uh, but but I just you know that that kind of goes back into like well of course this is a superhero show so we've got to give you X Y Z and that was just one of those things that they had to give us you know. That well, finale, the thing is though, the there fight. wasn't a lot of superhero esque, you know scenes in it i mean we hardly really saw moon knight you know maybe just a handful of times in in six episodes 
I feel like I saw him enough. I don't feel robbed. Uh, but I was also so, and maybe people will disagree with me on that, but I, I was so just interested in him figuring himself out and watching him right. do these performances. That oh, no, that's, I, that's I'm just I saying just as a quote-unquote superhero movie, there wasn't as much superhero-ness in it. You know, sure. it was more of a like a personal journey and a yeah. Um, not knowing because I'll I'll come clean. I haven't seen uh, Moon Knight. I haven't been up to <laughs> up to speed with the Marvel shows and everything like that. But knowing what sure. I know of Moon Knight, he is from you know what he's saying. That's the sort of guy that he is. Where he's right. not really, really leaning into the super. Like, he, he goes under the classic sort of anti-hero. Yeah. Umbrella. Uh, so just describe what you guys are describing to me of uh, him just working out his, as we, as he said, personal demons, <laughs> <laughs> however many they are. Uh, it makes sense to me. And uh, from what I'm hearing, from what people have said, they're going the right way with Moon Knight. Like people have said, it's, you know, it was a fun show. Um, yeah. Perfectly fine, sort of what I've heard from people. I think it needed to be a little longer, maybe two more episodes. I think it felt a little short with. His personal, you know, inner inner voices. <laughs> they did sort of wrap something up. Well, it's not exactly wrapped up, but they did make. You did get a pretty big revelation. I don't want to. I'm trying not to spoil things. But you get a pretty big revelation that probably in the comics wouldn't have been so soon. Uh, again, I'm trying not to say too yeah. much, but yeah, I, I think I see. I see what you mean. But to me, like, if this is the only Moon Knight we get. I'm glad that it is what it was. So, you know. <laughs> my only, I, I think it... Yeah, my only issue is they played Stephen Grant a little too squeamish than what he was in the comics. That's why I like him. I mean... <laughs> but you and know me. Little, I mean, little accent. I, I, I'm a comic purist when it comes to character. I mean, if he's, you know, batshit crazy, let him be batshit crazy. Yeah. But he was a little more... I'm Stephen Grant. I work in the gift shop. Yeah, he was a little too. Hey, how, how is your English accent better than Oscar Isaac's? Uh, oh, it's not. It's, it's just this. This is what he's doing. Because that's what I know from the trip. Because uh, all, all I've seen from Moon Knight is obviously the occasional spoiler uh, images get leaked online or or the trailer. I saw the trailer and as a, as an English slash British person, it was hilarious. And so I was like, okay, Moon Knight, and then he's like, yeah. I don't know, I don't know what's going on. I'm like, <laughs> I was like, what is going on here? Because <laughs> I started laughing at the accent. that. That was the one thing I was going to ask you about that. How that how that accent? I thought oh. it was hysterical. Let alone, you know, it was it was it was it was just like it to me. It was the 2022 version of Dick Van Dyke. In Mary Poppins, I'm like, you are really <laughs> hamming this up. You are going yeah. above and beyond here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Again, I love Oscar Isaac, and I, and I bet the uh, decision was purposeful because obviously, you know, he's a squeamish, nerdy character. Obviously, uh, however, he, he, they portrayed him in the TV show. That that's what that ver- that yeah. alias of Moon Knight is, and it makes sense. But did he have to go? <laughs> well, <laughs> there is. If you want to get technical, there is a story reason why it would be an American person doing that act. Yes, because of yeah, yes. they're sharing the entity yes. of, you know, of of Moon Knight, you know, body. Yeah, that makes sense. But, but exactly. no one in England batted an eye with him speaking. <laughs> yeah, that no one thought. Yeah. yeah, no one's like, are you sure you're British? <laughs> really, really. 
I mean, I would. I, at one point, I was waiting for him to be like, "Can I have some more, sir?" Yeah. <laughs> Just, I didn't think it was. I didn't think it was as bad as maybe we're saying, but obviously, yes, it's not. Yeah, it, it wasn't because. I've heard it, it was a choice. It, yes, yes, and it it was a choice. That's, I'll leave it at that. I'm like that was definitely something that the creators and Oscar Isaac said. Oh, we're going to screw around with the English people and, and trigger them with this action <laughs> yeah. because it was that. Oh my goodness, what is going on here? <laughs> but all in all, I think a, a series worth watching. I mean, if you've got that Disney Plus subscription and you're listening to this and you weren't sure, I think yeah, you go ahead. It's gonna, mm. it's fine. You'll have an okay time, if nothing else. Well, yeah. Well, and the one good thing I like about some of, you know, some are better than others in the Disney Plus, but for the most part, they've all been slightly different and different enough to actually pay attention to. They have been very different from each other, which I think is the strength of those shows. They're not just cookie cutter. I could could see them all being more like Falcon and the Winter Soldier, but they weren't. No. They haven't been. I felt like that one was prototypical, like, this is what you're going to get right. from a Marvel TV show. But, I mean, WandaVision proved me so wrong. Yeah. Um, and Loki, too. I mean, Loki's more of like a Doctor Who situation. I loved it. I, I've heard people saying things about Loki lately that didn't make me very happy. But okay. <laughs> I thought I thought the Loki show was excellent. So I am a bit behind on my Marvel shows. That's only because the shows that I've recently watched... Um, because obviously you know me I always watch all the films I always have my comfort food so I decided to venture into something new and I did try uh, Barry I'm only in season 2 it's brilliant I love yeah, that movie yeah. and yeah. Uh, I recently finished um, Tokyo Vice oh I man it. I really liked, I liked it, it a that lot. is an yeah. awesome show oh yeah that, that hit my man spot <laughs> with two ends with two ends yes, <laughs> yes brilliantly exactly. like I it, wish it was, he directed more than just the first episode. yes Yes, and how it progresses, that, that's my sort of um, show that I'm recommending to everyone that I see in that how it starts and how it ends up by season, by episode eight, it is so good and it has so many open uh, you know, plots that are like yeah. intertwining and yes, it has, it plays on the cliche and it also goes against it at times and it's done in such a good way and obviously I'd I don't know how to say the I don't know how to say the main actor's name and whatever issues he has. You know, I, I don't know. Yeah. I don't. I've heard stuff. I didn't really know about that stuff either. Yeah. I, I just I just heard about it. But him in that role, I'm like he is playing like the gawky American gaijin guy in a foreign really well. And apparently he he and the female uh, lead I forgot her name uh, the, the blonde girl who who works as uh, in 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 the in the nightclub. They, Samantha they learned, a character, yeah. right? That's it, yeah, Samantha. They, they learned Japanese, and yeah. it just flows really well. And, yeah, it, yeah, it's such a good show. Such a good and show. also, all the Japanese actors. Uh, yes. Incredible. Every, uh, everyone in the show. Incredible. What's the name of the Vice Cop? But, you know, the, I really like that Vice Cop. Oh, who, yeah. Um, who, uh, oh, wait, wait, the good one or the bad one? The bad one. The, the, the one that... Yeah, uh, in, in the first uh, again, I'm not going to go through any spoilers. The dinner in, cop, dinner yeah, cop. Yeah, I love that scene when like <laughs> where, 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 where he pays for dinner and like a few episodes later he just does it back on him and it sort of gains respect and it's so good. Oh, uh, and also the the yakuza boss. 
He's excellent. All those Yakuza bosses, when they have that Yakuza boss meeting, every single one of those dudes, I just want to watch them all. They have a meeting. And and the the clapping thing, I'm like, this is such a good show. And I wish more people, uh, you know, uh, watch it just because I want a season two and I want more because Sato, I love Sato. He was maybe my favorite character. Yeah, he he was because I I thought they were going to go down the middle of, yes, you know, reserved honorable just like you're cliched and all that sort of stuff mm-hmm. but how he evolves and how he tries to protect the people that he wants but also realizing that he is a yakuza like he yeah. even says that and it's such a good show and obviously the the final episode i'm not going to give any spoilers did not see that coming no i did not see that coming <laughs> no me neither yeah yeah I'm, so good. I'm ready for more i hope it happens you know and that's yeah. the one good thing i like about some of these shows you know, I have a good sense of like seeing where the show is going because a lot of them are predictable. Yeah, had no idea on this one. Yeah, and I like okay. went back. Usually, I'll go back, and especially a good series like that before the season finale. I'll like watch binge all of <laughs> yeah, the episodes leading up yeah. to it, and then I still I was like, where the hell did that come from? Yeah, so, <laughs> so good. And yeah. it's 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 moments where. Um, because obviously, I think in the trailer they had the sort of um, the martial art scene, and yeah, again, not going to spoilers, but when uh, one of Yakuza bosses on the uh, you know in trouble, I know they had it in the trailer, but w- when they showed it in the actual episode, it didn't let me down. Like it still, yeah. it was so good. It was, and it was that real because it was all that close. It kind of reminded it me did. of a. Uh, it felt of, real. Yeah, yeah. Uh, sort of like the fighting. And uh, have you guys seen uh, Twilight Samurai? No, is it Twilight Samurai? I think it's called, it's like late 90s samurai movie. No. Uh, and it's a real, oh, it, I think it's called Twilight Samurai. Um, it's basically, it's like a realistic sort of samurai movie, but obviously totally different uh, story to uh, uh, to Tokyo Vice. But the the thing that I like is, uh, I think in, in one of the scenes is, obviously when you see like a typical sort of samurai movie, everyone has long swords, big swords of fighting, but they're sort of, show in Twilight Samurai where one guy with a big sword, one guy with a short sword, the advantages of fighting in a confined area. And that's the sort of vibe I was getting where they were obviously like just swords flying around all, all around, but then obviously like the little cuts they were doing it there, it was so good. And so that's the sort of fights I like where it's that real, but it's not gratuitous. It was yeah. done really well. I'm, I'm looking up oh, it's got, Twilight Samurai. It's got Hero Sonata in it. Yes. Yes. Uh, yes. Uh, it, 99 or something. Or 2000, uh, 2002. Like that. 2002. Yep. Yep. That's it. Yeah. Re- uh, that's another recommendation I gave. Uh, all oh. my recommendations are at least from 20 years ago. You can, you can <laughs> count on that. But yeah, really good movie. Man, it's got some great Japanese. Or uh, Min Tanaka. Yeah. Who's been in tons of stuff. I recognize it, pr- a lot of people on the list. Yeah. yeah. So good. This is it, great. It's a um, great movie. It's 99% on Rotten Tomatoes. And for, good, and for a good reason. It, yeah. It, 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 it's it's a very uh, as you can expect a sort of like a slow burn, not not over the top movie, but it, I'm into it sends you on a journey. I'll watch it. it sends I'll watch you it on a journey. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, get it watched. Um, Chris, did you play that oh, that new samurai game? Which new samurai game? Oh my god, what is it called? Uh, Road to something. Oh, I've heard. No, I've heard I it. haven't yet. It's it's on my uh, kind of in my shopping cart. <laughs> I was getting I was bucks, getting I Evil Dead first Trek, I... Trek to Yomi Trek to Yomi okay called. looks like sort of a Ghost of Tsushima if it were a side scroller okay oh but nice. with still gorgeous 
it, it's in black and white completely, yeah. and it is it does have full 3D. Um, it, it looks excellent, and I, I will pick it up probably after I've kind of chilled out with Evil Dead. Right. But yeah, that looks great as well. I've got it tagged in my shopping cart, mm-hmm. but I knew which one because we had talked about this before off air because it would yep. it'd be in the side scroller because I was such a it looks good ghost fan. Yeah, which I yeah. can't wait till the second one comes out of that. I've I got a few del- years, but I've delved back into Ghost of Tsushima, but not on the main story, but on as uh, DK will know on the Legends. Is it called? Yeah, yes, yeah, Legends. That yeah. is so fun. Um, I-, I loved Ghost of Tsushima the story, and but the only thing was on the gameplay. The only sort of gripe I have with it, it was great up until about three quarters of the game. And then I got OP'd. I was really, everything was super easy, which is really, it's, it's a difficult thing to master. And I understand it's still one of the greatest games of all time, in my opinion. But when Thank I got you. to, I think, like, like the fourth uh, area, um, I was just like, oh, I can just look at people and they get beaten up. I'm, I'm that tough. <laughs> like, you, know, you were fully prepared. Yeah. Which is fine. And it makes sense because obviously you're, you're that badass and that tough. But I do like it when enemies level up with me. Yeah. Like the, the the main villain, I was like, this is the guy that absolutely made mince me out of me in the beginning. What a bitch. I just fucking <laughs> ran so easy. <laughs> well, I did like yes. the fact that you learned different techniques as you went along. Yeah. So those awesome. guys, it made it a little easier to, to go the, after them because you knew those techniques. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, that was a game that I platinumed and I probably have like... 500 600 hours on good lord wow and even yeah, the little expansion great. for the island i've i've oh, yeah. that too so <laughs> it's a great game yeah, and i love it legends i'm uh early on i've only done probably about 10 or so hours uh with a combination of the multiplayer and i do like the single mission uh yeah. games as well based on dk's suggestion when i said i'm playing this game what should I do? And I remember you said you should start off as a samurai. Me being an idiot, I started off as an assassin. And you said that's a harder one, yeah, master. Yeah, so I'm is. like, yeah, I'm like, I'll figure it out. <laughs> uh, yeah, those yeah, those single player missions are fun. well, they're not single player, they're co-op missions, yeah. I guess. But those are really fun. They're that's the fastest way to get XP if you're yes. trying to <laughs> level up. Um, but otherwise, yeah, the survival is, is super fun when you get a group together. Yeah, we had a blast, and so we, we need yeah. to do that. We need to do that again. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I have a group that plays every week, so we'll figure it out. But you got to schedule around my Evil Dead time, okay? <laughs> you got to put up a uh, schedule online. Yeah, <laughs> I need to. <laughs> Block it out. Block it yeah. out. But yeah, updated in real time. <laughs> What's so, this? His Evil Dead schedule is still just growing and growing. It's almost twenty-four yeah. hours a day now. What the? <laughs> yeah, one day a week that you got for the ghost. Yeah. <laughs> a few hours for sleep. Yeah. Let's talk about Doctor Strange. Okay. I think it's time. I think we're there. Uh, Just overall, and again, a final warning, we will be spoiling the movie, so duck out now if you haven't haven't seen it. So, I want to know, first of all, Umar, what were your general thoughts on the movie? General thoughts. Um, I liked moments of it, but it wasn't the movie I thought it was going to be. It was... Um, I think part of it is also I uh, was a little bit behind on my Marvel shows. I have seen Doctor Strange uh, one I, I knew of, 
the what ifs, but again, it wasn't really explained to me that you got to make sure you watch the what ifs before you watch it. So I was a little bit lost, but I sort of figured it out. Right. But it was, it, it was a fine movie. I wanted more because obviously Sam Raimi was in there and there was only probably about three or four moments that I realized that, oh, it's got that Raimi touch, but the rest of it was just like a, um, yeah, not, not, it, it, it was okay from just initial thoughts. Obviously, I'll hand it over to you guys, but yeah, that, that's why I got. Chris, I, I'm semi in agreement with Umar. I liked it. I expected more. A um, couple of things that I've talked to a few people. There is almost 40 minutes of Rami stuff that was cut out and oh. replaced. So, I, I know that, that the reshoots were a pretty big deal. So that kind of disappoints me because I know of a few characters that we would have seen that would have been perfect. But, you like know, uh, well, one would have been Neymar. But you, they're, saving, they're saving him for... Uh, well, Submariner. Na- yeah, well, for a second, I was like, Neymar, the Brazilian footballer. This multiverse thing is going crazy. He would have fell down right away. So. <laughs> oh, brilliant. Uh, no, but they're saving him for uh, Black Panther 2. Okay. Um, he makes more sense in that, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah but if does. you have the Illuminati, you could have gave him just a brief, not really even explained anything with him. Yeah. I don't like Namor. Does, do people like that character? Well, I, I actually would have made sense if you would have Namor with, uh, you know, Reed Richards. Yeah. Well, yeah. The, of course. Yeah. And then they, they have to glance, glance at each other, going like, "Yeah, I don't like you. And you don't like <laughs> yeah. me." Yeah. But, yeah. I mean, they would have been sitting on opposite ends of the pedestal up there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> maybe, um, maybe save them for a Fantastic Four. I don't know. Well, the, I don't like know, I said, I just don't. I never cared about Marvel's Atlantis, any of that. Well, yeah. it's just, it's a big jumping off point for Fantastic Four. You should have he said was. diving in. <laughs> the edge of the ocean. Uh, yes, but, the edge of the ocean. Yeah, so, I, I mean, from that, um, there was, you know, the rumored Deadpool appearance. Yeah, I, I read something that Ryan Reynolds himself canceled that. I don't know if that's true. I, I, yeah. That could be, yeah, I don't know. And then there was a uh, another X Men undisclosed X Men appearance. It would have to be Wolverine. I mean, that's oh, I what thinking I'm thinking because, like I've said, yeah. that that whole thing has been they're they're amping up for Wolverine to be the first one to come through. In, uh, in yellow, in his yellow and uh, the yellow and blue uh, and black, black. Yeah, yellow and yellow, blue, yeah. blue costume. Yeah, even the even the uh, the brown and yellow. I like the brown. Yeah, I like yeah, the, the that's OG one of my one, yeah. favorites. Is the brown? They go o- overboard on his hair. <laughs> yeah, I love it. And like it's <laughs> yeah, his stature just like he looks more like an animal when he's in that somehow, yeah. which I love. Yes, he does. <laughs> I mean, even if he would have been in the flannel shirt and the cowboy hat, yeah, you know, yeah, I would have, yeah. you know, because that would have played right into the game coming out. You know, no, the Illuminati guys. has a strict dress code yeah. that would not be allowed. <laughs> but he, yeah, he wouldn't be al- be allowed in the Illuminati. Let's be honest. <laughs> like the first thing we would have said is, "You've been around for 140 years. How are you still so dumb?" <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But um, the I I had a little issue with one of, and and this is getting into a spoiler with the Illuminati, the death scenes. 
<laughs> yeah, I was happy to see those. Reed, I was see, happy to I, see them. This was a, but, a plus for me. But Reed Richards, you're the smartest man in reality. And you open your mouth to what the most powerful person in the room is. What his power is. When I saw the dismantle, I understand and I know Scholar Witch is the baddest entity in the MCU. It always say people say she's overpowered for a reason. Yeah, there she's is, very yeah. tough. And, but it's just when, when, when what was going on in my head, especially with uh, Professor X's dispatchment, I was literally in my head, I said, oh, the, the you know, the humanity of it all. I was like, really? This yeah. is how we do it, guys? I'm like, yeah. Really? For yeah. me, that was a. I liked it because you can do things in this multiverse that you wouldn't be able to do, and like you would never see Mister Fantastic and you know Patrick Stewart being taken out like that. You would never get to see something like now, that. That was definitely was so cool. a Rammy moment right there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, 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 death was so yeah, Black Bolt, good. Black Bolt death was my favorite. I was yeah. like, great. I was like, okay, this is like another plus point in the movie for me, but it was. How she dispatched the Illuminati. Basically, they, you know that uh, that part when uh, uh, Doctor Strange released the water over the bridge onto her. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was like, I was like, how is it that a bunch of water is more effective than the Illuminati at stopping it? That's what I did. Like I was yeah. like, they could have put up a bit more of it. Anything. It was it was hilarious how she dispatched it, which I did like. But also at the same time, I was like. Come on, guys! The disrespect. <laughs> yeah, I, and I thought Captain Carter just getting sliced in half. Yeah, I wanted to see more of it. Maybe I'm just weird, but I thought that was really good. Well, that was part yeah. of you know they showed a little more of it. Not so much the the blunt guts, but like yeah. you know her Blacking slipping off, off yeah. the top. They Rami had that in the movie, but they cut that part to just show her upper torso. Yep, a, a little bit of a Darth Maul yeah. situation. Uh, yeah, I was thinking also like the Resident Evil laser scene in oh, the movie. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> now, see, my overall thoughts would, would be more positive than both of you, I think. Mm. I, I'm not saying it's the best MCU movie, but it is likely one that I will rewatch more than the others. It's, part of that is the Raimi factor. Part of it is the Bruce Campbell Pizza Papa factor. Oh, my God. That was yeah. Yes, yes. I, I did pop for Pizza Pop, yes. yes <laughs> it was awesome. It was Pizza awesome. Papa always gets yeah. paid. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that was good. Uh, I I enjoyed. I thought America Chavez was well portrayed. Yeah, I could have yeah. used maybe a more of her. Um, yeah, maybe a bit more explanation, a bit more. You know. Um, well, and but, my but this is just her entrance. This is just her introduction. So yeah. I think we will get more of her, and she'll be important in the future. The only thing is, I liked the version of her parents dying in the comic than them just being lost in, in dimension because mm -hmm. they gave they did a noble sacrifice to save her and save the multiverse right and, and gave themselves up but right. this is like, if they're setting this up perhaps something like that can be tapped into later films and that's true, that that's true. Yeah. If it, you know yeah. maybe the, if they do a young avengers kind of thing yeah but you know that's coming yeah yes. i think so yes yes it's, it's like when I was watching the movie, um, as sacrilegious as this sounds right now, is it's when it comes to the Marvel movies, I still love them to bits, and I love 
watching them, but it, now it reminds me of, do you know, well, they still do it nowadays, but when you read old Marvel comics, I don't think they do it as much, but everything seems to have an editor's note now. Yeah. And I'm like... See issue 19 <laughs> right. for more information it's, 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 about... See Loki and see... Yeah. Uh, yeah. Especially the what-ifs, and I'm like, but... What? No, please, I understand there's 28 films, but then you got to uh, accommodate the hours of TV as well. And and also, when uh, we were watching Doctor Strange, I totally forgot about... Uh, in the Illuminati, the you know who was the you know the with the Supreme, uh, I can't remember Mordo. Mordo, that's it. Yeah. yeah, I was like, who's this guy again? I was like, oh yeah, yeah from Doctor Strange. I'm like, he's Guys. only in one movie. Yeah. yeah, I'm like, help me out here, help me help you. And there was a lot of, yeah. even though I, I don't want hand holding in movies, but in a movie this vast and this big, I think Marvel should start releasing. You need to watch this, this, this. Otherwise, you will be a bit lost. Yeah. in this movie. Yeah, just mm-hmm. unfortunate. Yeah. Well, and that's I what that. I kind of thought with these phases. You know, they would start from that jumping point. Okay, this is the history, but we're moving, you know, completely mm. on from this point. They're not really doing that. It's just, it's one long phase and it just continuously goes, which, you know, for continuity, that's good. But when yeah. you start bringing storylines from, you know, 20 years ago, almost, <laughs> yeah. at this point. it's kind of, you know, unless you're. You know, you figure there's a whole generation of kids that are like, I have no idea. You know, <laughs> At this point, the ones right. that didn't see, you know, <laughs> Captain America: First Avenger or or Iron Man or the first Thor or. Well, I've heard that some of this, some of this, sort of strangeness in the construction of the story, comes from some behind the scenes stuff where. And I, some of this is just stuff I've heard and, and read a little bit about online. So who knows what's true? But something to do with the release date for Spider-Man, yeah, sort of changing things. And basically, they had one vision in mind for this Doctor Strange movie, and they had to rewrite it all, maybe more than once, to accommodate Spider-Man. Basically, it, it, it does look like that. When when I compare it to uh, Spider-Man Three. I can't get home. I know what it's called, but you know, I, <laughs> <laughs> it was. Uh, I, I felt like there was more love given to Spider-Man because obviously it was it, it was something that they were banking on to get more uh, more return from. And yeah, um, I, I, I would I would have I preferred Spider-Man three not not for the nostalgia reason, not for obviously following it along, but even as a story, they just seemed there's more. Um, just seemed that there was that like, more at stake. From what mm, I was, yeah. um, even though I understand uh, Wanda's struggle and Wanda's issues, it's all it all makes sense. But it's just, yeah, Spider Man, uh, you know, uh, No Way Home just was was the better movie in my eyes. But sure, oh yeah, yeah, it, it, it's with Doctor Strange. But instead of like talking of the parts that I had issues with, the parts that I loved was the ones that I felt, you know, Sam Raimi's touch, which was. When they introduced the uh, oh what were they the demons the oh, demons yeah. that came out the, I was wait, like the the, the 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 soul cape the soul no it, it was when they came out of the uh, when they came out of the darkhold and it was yeah insane and how they went straight for uh, it, oh my that's just <laughs> next to me hello <laughs> I think I think you might have heard him hello guys I think he wants to talk about Doctor Strange as well but um, <laughs> it, it was the uh, I was half expecting him to say, "I swallow your soul, I swallow your soul." It was, it was so good, and and also zombie, 
Yeah, I was so I was genuinely excited. I was like I was like this is awesome. This is this was one of the like redeeming factors for me. And I was like this is I was on board for yeah. this shit. Please, we need more. to talk about that. So uh, here's something I I I did not even know going in who the villain of the movie was. Right. Yeah, I, I, I went in dark. Uh, yeah, I'd seen the trailer, but it made it look like this evil Doctor Strange was going to be the villain. Mm. And so when his when he shows up and he's he's a corpse at the beginning, I'm like, oh, he's going to somehow be reanimated like e- like Evil Ash in Army of Darkness, yeah. and we're going to have to deal with him again. <laughs> yeah. um, but that truly wasn't the case, and I I was kind of blown away by the choice to have Wanda be the villain. I know that's like not new in, ter- in terms of right. the comics, but. Mm-hmm. Um, and I should have expected it, really. But yeah. the way WandaVision ends, you feel like she's squarely in the side of good and well, being a hero. Until well, you when see the very uh, cutscene at the end of Wanda yeah, Vision. yeah, that's what I was going to say. The when she's in her trance, right. and and yeah. I get that it's she's possessed by the book, and uh, that has fueled her evil. And I, and honestly, I think she's one of the most um, interesting villains to date, as far as these movies go. I think her motivations are. They work for me, and I I totally get it. And I think uh, I, I I there were a couple of scenes like the first scene when you when she wakes up and the house is empty, I had a tear in my eye. I I I loved it. Uh, it it really it really got to me. So I I I felt that one pretty hard. So I my their choice to use her for that and sort of maybe undo a little bit of Wandavision. My care. only wish with decision. that is they would have waited just a little bit longer for the reveal for that. Yes, I mean because but the it reveal was, was so good. Well, but the <laughs> whole whole uh, orchard thing. I mean, you knew at that point that was that yes. turning point. I I wish there would right. have been something like maybe that we knew, but the main characters didn't. Like say Stephen left, and then once he was gone, the orchard then changed. I, I, I would have preferred because obviously Stephen used to be you know Sorcerer Supreme obviously he went to Wong and I want to speak about Wong in a second but yeah. what, what I was I, I, I was kind of agreeing with America when she said uh, you just went to a person who you thought would help and you just told her where we were yeah. and I just love it with that. He just glossed over it, and I was like wait no no you can't that can't be a plot for you Stephen you used to be Sorcerer Supreme Dude, like, I know I think with Chris, yeah, it should have been like a better reveal, or at the very least, Doctor Strange should have had something to slow her down instead of, oh, we're just going to fortify this base. And, like, you know, Wanda is super strong, and she very easily manipulated one of your sorcerer's minds. And I'm like, guys, wise up. And yeah. I love Wong, and Wong is awesome, but he was so underutilized in this movie where, like, I was like, you're sorcerer supreme, guy. What you got? What have you got for us? And he was still almost the like the librarian. Yes. And, and, they, yes. and they make him, at the end, say, well, you got to kill America. That's the only way. I was shocked by that. that. Yeah. yeah, I didn't like that. Yeah, it, it, was at, it was at moments like this where the movie was perfectly fine, and it, 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 it sounds like I hated it, but it was a okay movie. It was, it was good enough for me to watch, and it was saved, really saved, by the little rhymey flares yeah. that I saw. But it was downplayed by the just the choices by some of the characters. Where I was like, "Why are you? Do- Why is this happening? Why I understand, but I don't understand." Uh, there was some stuff, such memorable stuff. First of all, corpse cape, 
yeah, Soul Cape, yeah. amazing, right? Yeah. But also the the, the fight against evil Doctor Strange. Oh, with yeah. the musical notes. That that was Come amazing. On. Yeah. Kung Fu Hustle. My brain straight yes. away went to Kung Fu Hustle. <laughs> yes. Yes. I thought that fight was excellent. In the I, had a, five, I had a smile. I had a smile on my face. Yeah. yeah. I thought it was incredible. It goes with the score and everything. It's genius. It's total genius. Um, I also really liked the. Um, uh, oh, I lost it. I lost it. It's gone. What was it that I liked? There's, what was well, it? well, Bruce Campbell was. Oh, like, course, I, I, yeah. I was waiting for his cameo, and then yeah. when he, when he showed up, um, I, I, I had I knew I had a big smile on my face, and 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 what the, who they got him to play, I was like, that's perfect. That's that's the perfect character for Bruce. Did Bruce you see Campbell, the yeah. uh, end credits? I didn't stay long enough for that because we had to go, but I know what happens. And yeah. <laughs> he looks right at the screen and says, "It's over." <laughs> yeah, after he finishes slapping himself. Yeah. Yes. Uh, <laughs> like, like, like yes, I. I think you know. Upon another rewatch, I might in, enjoy it more. And I did like the Illuminati's lineup, mm-hmm. but again, speaking about like character decisions and how characters carry out their motivations, I was, I was like no what's going on like in this universe is is in fact in that universe wanda was pretty docile and okay so i understand why they underestimated her but everyone knows if you're in the illuminati you know how strong she is yeah. you can't just say oh we'll take care of her it's just blown and, over uh, it yeah and like when when black bolt great death <laughs> yeah but i was just like yeah dude come on <laughs> it's funny oh I, I remember what i was going to say the the scenes all these little mini haunted house movies where you get Wanda and the kids just at home at night and then what's that sound? What's that? What's going on here? You know, oh, yeah. it felt a little bit like drag me to hell. Yes. Uh, yes. Those are the, like the possession. I did like that. The, so yeah. good. the reflection in the mirror. And, and when, yeah, when she comes out, like when they have to like smash all the mirrors and get the, the water reflection, she's coming out. I thought that was excellent Raimi right. stuff. Excellent. Um, <laughs> I don't know how they're going to progress from the explanation that dreams are you in another universe. Because oh, it'll never come up again. Don't worry. That's what I'm saying. That's when I was. <laughs> I was like, that really baffled me because I was. My brain instantly went to like, the previous movie. I'm like, these guys have had weird dreams. Nothing to do to do with even wonder. But okay, I guess fine. Yeah. And then, like, I just accept it. Literally, a wizard did it. And just move on to you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Anything else that we enjoyed about Doctor Strange? Yeah, um, I enjoyed the 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 X Men just Professor X Men. I did see him, I can't I can't deny it. I was like, Yes, there he yeah. is and the little sting by Danny Elfman. The little yes. Perry Mason stink. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you gotta love it. Yeah. yeah. My hair stood up on my on my whole body. I was like, "This is it. Yeah. We're, th- th- I'm in the '90s again. I'm yes. a child. This is the best thing I've ever seen." Yes. Um, and there were other moments that I, I really did enjoy. I did enjoy the octopus fight um, for, for the for the most part of it, especially the sort of gross parts. I was like, "Yes, they're letting Raimi do Raimi," but then yeah. not to go back on the negatives, but I'll, I'll use it as a positive though. Is that I, I was this film was sold to me as a bit more horror like and i know it's not going to be a full hardcore 15 with blood and guts everything right. like that and it did have little horror moments but 
the way that was sold to me, I was expecting a bit more. Yeah. And that's where, like, like I was expecting something that was going to sate that for me, but because it fell short, and I'm being unfair on it, where it's dropped a lot in my estimation, but in rethink of it, I'm like, yes, it was a fine movie, just it had high bar, a high bar yeah. separate, which went yeah. against it ultimately. I do think for you guys, it will. It seems to me like it will probably go up a little on rewatches. Yeah. Now yeah. that you know what's there, you know, but I, I, yeah, I, I liked it. I, I would say thumbs up to this one. Personally, I, I enjoyed the multiverse aspect <laughs> of it. The scene when they're going through the different universes was really yeah. fun. Um, the little, the little thing about like, oh, in this universe, red paint go. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and your paint, you don't want to your be paint. Yeah. 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 That was fun too. Now I did like yeah. some of the, the ones that, there's been, you know, the multiverses that there was no real communication about, like the Savage Land. Yes. You know that was that was a good you nod. Showed it. And then the one where he was cubic, that was a nod to the House of M, which, yeah, from everything that I've heard from a couple of people, that was supposed to be introduced in this movie, and Feige had it removed. Yep. Yeah, for later stuff, which that pisses me off on that in that regard. Because I mean that, I guess they could manipulate it with at the well. Let's talk of one of the uh, credit scenes, the Clea scene. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so that could bring those two because the whole thing is, you know, when two universes get close enough for an incursion. Yeah, you know, and then one is the one that survives. So it's like okay, they never explained it. Does the universe merge? And the one is more dominant, or is one universe completely decimated, and the yeah. one survives? They never answered that, you know. So, I, 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 yeah, it, it's, it's just something that I would love in the multiverse if they added um, Jet Li into it from the one. Yes. <laughs> that would be one hundred and fifty versions of him. Yes, yeah. yes, <laughs> that, that would be just like, no, that would be a real curveball. Yeah, yes, yes, he is the one, uh, but it, it was. Um, like when it, when you talk about the sort of obviously the the whole thing about you know the, the Snyder cut and all that stuff, that, that's something that the fandom is just insane about. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. Yes. but the if if there was to be not a a, a Raimi cut but just a director's cut, your standard director's cut, that would be interesting. Yes. Whether Marvel would get on board for that, never. I would be interested to see yeah. that. They'll never do it. They'll yeah, yeah, not 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 the way they're going. But cowards. If, if there's like a print what's it called the print work or whatever they call it uh, I think that's what they call it the print work where it's like the rough cut yeah. if mm-hmm. it gets leaked somehow that is something that I would really love to just Bruce, Bruce, witness Bruce. once yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> I thought for sure that there would be some kind of Evil Dead reference like I think I said this on here but I thought maybe they would be like we need to we need to find some information I'll look for, let me look for the right book and then they would yeah. pick up a Necronomicon and be like well not this one yeah well, I mean yeah. you know the Where's old the was in there the Oldsmobile was there. Yes. Yeah, yeah. You know, and then yeah. the hand kicking the crap out of him. So, I mean, <laughs> yeah. technically, Evil Dead sure. uh, did make an appearance in the movie. Uh, yes, it did. It did. And then well, also, I was, I was thinking. I, yeah, I don't know if you, you paid know. attention to it a little bit with the, the uh, octopus fight, which we're just going to call it octopus fight. The eyeball? The, yeah. yeah. Um, the Evil Dead 2 eyeball. The Evil Dead 2 <laughs> eyeball. The woman swallowed. There, was, there yeah. was a little nod to <laughs> Spider-Man and Doc Ock fight. Yeah, with the... Climbing up the, the building and yeah, then the yeah, slice yeah. off one of the... Mm-hmm. Yeah. The ledge, yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, that was fun. It was I thought the beginning movie. of the movie looked and felt like a continuation of this of the Raimi Spider Mans. A little bit, yeah. yeah in Him New York, at the yeah. wedding in New York, yeah. It just felt like, yeah, it felt like the like Spidey could swing by at any moment. It'll be Tobey Maguire. Yes, yes, he's not leaving this universe just yet. That's right. <laughs> not, see, that could have been a good opportunity as well because obviously we've introduced. Um, did they ever say what? Oh, no, they wouldn't have said what number universe Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man was in. They but, didn't give it no, a number. No, they didn't no. give it a number. Yeah. If he would have just, if he would have been the Spider-Man in this one. Now that really would have. I, I I do have an issue when people lean too much on nostalgia in movies and Marvel. Mm-hmm. You have been suspect of that, and it and it has worked on me in the past. So you sure. have been on notice. Uh, but that is something that I think really would have made this movie pop and really would have helped you sim past the that shortfalls if it was. Oh yeah, it's a you know reunion of guess what the you know Sam Raimi is taking you back to that Spider-Man universe just for a I moment. Think- they could have done it if they had more time slash if this previous Spider-Man movie hadn't just done it. Yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> People ho- would probably complain. Hoisted by their own multiverse. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> that well, they phrase. could have done a yeah. split second like they did with all those multiverses that they went through. Sure. It could have been Not- something like, he, you know, they fall through one. Toby's standing there like... What are you, some kind of wizard? No, be like, <laughs> no, don't I know well, you? And then sucks yeah. back through another one. Yeah. I, I don't know how this would work in terms of copyright or something like that, but what I thought would be great is, you know, when they're going through the paint universes, uh, you know, all these other dimensions, if you just slip through one and it's that iconic train battle between Doc Ock and Spider-Man oh, yeah. just for a split second, people would have popped so hard for that. Oh, and yeah. again, yeah. I don't know what the legality of that is, but it'd be worth it just for five seconds of that That'd be as fun. you're sipping through. Yeah. That would have been awesome. It's, yeah. It's, it's just, I think what they did with Spider-Man was, like you said, they had more time. And obviously I think that was given preference in Marvel Studios. They had time for these little touches and, like I'll tell you something really weird and in the UK audiences we don't cheer at movies I know it's something that American audiences tend to do a lot more mm-hmm. we don't cheer the only time I've heard twice someone cheer at something happening uh, in the cinema and that was at two Marvel movies the first one was in um, uh, Endgame when uh uh, when he got the hammer, when he got more yes. yeah. My theater exploded when people, that happened. People Lost popped at that. Yeah. yeah. Yes. And the second time was in uh, Spider-Man uh, when, uh, you know, far, far from home, oh, sorry, No Way Home, when, um, the, uh, I think it was when Garfield, yeah, Andrew no, Garfield, when he revealed his he mask. Was, when he runs yeah. down the alley. Yeah, and when he reveals, when he takes off his mask, <sighs> I heard like 10 people, and, and you got to understand, British audiences are a lot more reserved. No one says shit. So it was amazing to hear that. So it kind of makes sense that they put more effort towards the Spider-Man movie. And unfortunately, I think Doctor Strange still had enough, still had good stuff in it. But again, like I've always been saying the last 10, 15 minutes, I just wanted more. Yeah, I think it says something about how much superhero content there is that we got cameos from Reed Richards, Professor X, Mm. Black Bolt, all these guys, Captain Carter. And we're like, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> but, the, but those are huge. We got Patrick Stewart. That's they are so setting awesome. the bar too high. That's yeah, the thing. That's, that's what yeah. like. Yeah, they're, just, they're a victim of their own success. I think it's hoisted by their own multiverse. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah, I think, yeah. 
is my new phrase. <laughs> no, <me>. I would <laughs> yeah. say like in Spider-Man, you know, I can't get back home. Uh, <laughs> Spider-Man, which way is yeah. home again? Who's got my home? Uh, I was about the only one that cheered when Matt Murdock showed up. Oh, yes. Yes. Yeah. When I saw Spider-Man, dude, where's my home? I was crying when he showed <laughs> yeah. up. Yeah. And he catches that brick. Yeah. Oh, and just the fact oh, that, that really, I'm a really good so lawyer. So excited. Yeah. Yes. That, that is a perfect sort of cameo. That is exactly what you need. Yeah. And, and it, that's what it, I it, expected kind of in this movie. Those little quick it little. electrified me. They didn't yeah. even have to fight or anything, but have that quick little, you know, little nod, nod that you know they're there. But. So, yeah. Yeah. It's the sort of thing that really worked well in uh, Spider-Man's home sweet home. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> We could do this all day. I know, right? <laughs> yeah, so, anyway, are we, are we done talking about Spider-Man? Yeah, uh, I think Homeward that's Bound? enough Spider-Man talk. Yeah. <laughs> Homeward Bound 3? <laughs> Homeward Bound. <laughs> no, no, but you're going to say Spider-Man Homeward Bound 3 to really throw people off. <laughs> the search for Fluffy? Yes, cool. yes. Well, uh, I think it's safe to say I enjoyed it more than you both. Yeah, that's okay. And, that's and, okay and I applaud you for it, and I'm so happy for yeah. you. Honestly, yes. like it is. I, I had so much fun. Well, look, I got to go with my daughter. She's nine. She loved it. She had so much fun. She's been asking me every day, "Can we see it again?" Oh, that's awesome. That's exactly yeah. what. I, you, see, yeah. Marvel shouldn't be asking for like crabby old guys like me and I guess Chris as well <laughs> at times. Hey, I still have. If the kids, yeah. <laughs> if the kids are loving it. That, that's the whole yeah. thing, uh, obviously. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Yeah, so for her, like this is the one of the first times she's really seen Professor X, for example. Oh, she, I've shown man. her the X-Men movies and stuff, but like she was littler and she just didn't care that much. Right. But then when she saw him in this, she's like, oh, that, okay, I think I remember that guy. And she, he's an X-Man, right? Like she, She's sort of starting to put the pieces together. So for her, it was like delightful. Nice. So, and and I got to experience that. So for me, I sort of had a little bit of extra yeah. extra juice, yeah. Yeah. you know, just because of that little moment there that we had. And she, she, she loved she loved Zombie Strange. She's like, "Is there a toy? Can I get? Oh, the can I be. get this? Shortly, you know, I, shortly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, there will be. Oh, yeah, there will be. So, yeah, for me, it was a thumbs up. I I get you know your 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 criticisms. I think they're very valid. Um, but no, for me it was a thumbs up. Well, and, and yeah. I'm not even saying that it's not a thumbs up. I just expected. It's just yeah. I expected more out of it. Yeah, and it's basically <laughs> if, if there wasn't 27 movies before this and five or six TV shows, it right. would have been one of the greatest things you've ever seen. Yeah. But because because it has yeah. that, and one thing as well is, um, I think. Chris, you said this, but if Marvel had it in phases and like phase one is done, end of next, and then onto the next chapter, that would have made more sense to me because imagine, even though they kind of do it in the James Bond universe, but imagine if you had to remember thirty films ago what yeah. happened. Well, remember, when, it, when, yeah, I was saying if you had to remember the one movie, yeah, you know, 
the, yeah. George yeah. Lazenby today's movie. audiences yeah. to remember on Her Majesty's Secret Service. <laughs> yeah. it's like the reason why, even when they tried to like incorporate, you know, uh, Blofeld back in, they gave you context and gave you a refresher. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For better or worse, they did that. But yeah, imagine if they said, Oh, do you remember when Christopher Walken was on the Zephyr? We're bringing him back I mean, for this I movie. Mean, yeah. Yes, I do. I, I, I will be up for it, and it'll be amazing. But yeah. it'll be like, wait, oh, okay, I gotta, I gotta watch, watch that movie again, and then wait, you're gonna incorporate Tomorrow Never Dies into this? CG so, Roger Moore. Yeah. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> like, I like think that would be something I'd be into. It's Sinjin Smythe. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Like, like, imagine if they like CG'd um, uh, Red. Uh, what's his name? In, Red Grant. Uh, Red Grant back in, and that would be like imagine Red Grant fighting Daniel Craig. You're talking to a Bond <laughs> fanatic right now. Yeah, so you're, everything you're saying is so exciting to me. <laughs> like, okay, like yeah, uh, get Bond in the multiverse. <laughs> yeah, why isn't he? That's my number one complaint. Yeah. I didn't see one Daniel Craig. Sean Connery or otherwise. Well, you've heard that whole rumor that initially they wanted Daniel Craig to play Mr. Fantastic. That doesn't make any sense. But no. I mean, whatever. If it's a multiverse I know, thing, that's, yeah. fine. It would have been fun, but I would have been a little bit confused, probably. I think like, there would have been a ton it. of people mad. <laughs> I, th- I think, okay, if they really wanted to piss someone off, they could have got, like, Paulie Shaw. <laughs> that would be amazing. Oh, be so strange. <laughs> Bring Gilbert Godfrey on... Uh, Oh, one, yeah, one last roll. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Let, me, let me tell you about the aristocrat. No, no, don't talk about the aristocrat. No, 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 no. no, no, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, we have one more thing. No, we don't. Yes, we do. Well, well, Umar okay. one more thing. Has got a, you know, he heard our last episode with our mashups. Oh, oh yes, yes. Okay, yes. Put him on the spot. Yeah, please. I know. I'd like to hear. Um, okay, uh, I might need refreshes every every now and then. Chris's was Punisher Goes to Hell. Yes, with uh, it was a uh, no, was it Dante's Inferno? Yes. Yes. Yes, yes, yeah. Um I liked it. I liked the twist that was on there where it, with mashups again, not not going back into Doctor Strange or the MCU. It's it with mashups, you have the opportunity to chuck in as much as you want. I think what mm. makes a you know for some cases, on some cases, like I'm going to talk about with your guys, you can go hell for leather and it'll still work. Yeah. But even being refrained and using only a few elements from a few different properties, it works well. With mm. just the continuation of feeding into Frank's character and Frank's mindset of you're going to be doing this forever and nothing's going to be fixed, that works well. And just adding the next layer of mm-hmm. you know, Dante's Inferno, I really enjoyed it and I really love the sort of the sort of uh, streamlined and nuanced multiverse. So I really like that one. And uh, what, was it Bones? Or did he write one? To Bones did Bones did one. I Written? read it. It was uh, basically Back to the Future. There's future. They can predict ghosts. Yeah. Ghosts. Yeah. So that, that, that was Bones. Yes. And it's strange that I think there's a few Back to the Future. Oh, no, it was Ghostbusters in pretty yeah. much everyone else's. Which I was, yeah. Something was going on. There's some sort of energy going on then. Yeah. I went yeah, to that a very that. dark place and they did not get to <laughs> No, Chris, no. I, just real quick, Chris, for yours, I thought uh, yours could make a legitimately great actual comic. Yeah. Like, give me a graphic novel of Frank 
going to purgatory slash hell doing the whole Dante's Inferno right. thing. Imagine that art alone. I know. That's, yeah, it could that's be kind of one of those amazing. things that I had in my mind. And then just that final scene that Conan the Barbarian on the throne and have Frank yeah. with the skull paint on his face and just a flak jacket. Yeah. It's, it's all very frank yeah. and it all makes sense. Um, but yeah, with, with Bones, that was like, yeah, Ghostbusting into the future. Yeah, Ghostbusting into the future is it's taking that all sort of uh, you know the Ghostbusters, uh, you know, the ideas of the Ghostbusters and everything like that, and just adding the future element back to the future. It makes sense on so many levels, and it's and it's surprising that this isn't the next thing that I'm hearing you know trailers about anything because it just makes sense because uh, they're both in the same studio, aren't they? Are they? That's a good question. I'm not 100 percent sure, but I don't think so. But um, they might be because I'm thinking I don't is know. it universal. Um, and I think they both might be. But again, if they're not, it is something that it just makes sense as a you know cross the streams. It's, yeah. a, it's a people pleaser, <laughs> and it's, like it's a something back Ready Player One where it actually is. Fun. Yeah. Yes. 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 But again, that's that's the one thing that I didn't really enjoy about Player Ready Player One is. Uh, I didn't enjoy it. <laughs> well, no, just too much. I was like, sensory overload. Oh my goodness. It. No. Too much, too fast. Um, and then who else was there? Sean did, Sean did basically uh, introducing mutants into the MCU. Uh, sorry, introducing? He basically introduced the mutants into the MCU. Oh, yes, yes, yes. It, it was a, yeah, starting off celestially and then that was like your good old-fashioned sort of crossover that you know, whenever you see like AVX sort of stuff, you know, Avengers versus X-Men. Yeah. It was exactly what you have to, and I could, I could tell that it was influenced by like, you know, the what ifs and all that sort of stuff that was happening at the same time. Really enjoyed it. Really fun. It was sort of good old fashioned. Can't get, can't wait to get my teeth into, uh, crossovers. And then sure. I think going, I, I, yours is coming back to me, DK. Yours had, if I remember correctly, a full script. Attached Mine was to it. a mess. Yeah, yeah, like, <laughs> like, like there was Jason in there. There was um, Amityville, Freddy horror. At the Freddy. end, there was some Amityville. Yeah, Freddie was there. The Ghostbusters as well. Ghostbusters. Yeah, there was a lot going on, and I was into it. It was, it was, it was awesome. In the sort of, you just full like went to the horror stuff because I think if I remember correctly, the opening like first act of the opening part of the story was. Like a whole family slain. I'm like, oh, you are going full hog into this. This is just awesome. And I was like, yes, I'm into it. Um, I, I have a lot. It's, it's, I'm going to be diplomatic and it's hard to pick a winner because sure. it's like literally like, do you want casserole? Do you want uh, a cookie dough? Do you want like, you know, a full breakfast that DK is giving me here? With it? <laughs> right. like, I, like, these are different things. I can't compare them, but they've all been fun. They all, when I, when I was listening to the episode, I was just with a massive smile on my face. I was like, yes, ghost hunting in the future, in ghost busting in the future, exactly what should happen right now. And it just makes sense. And, uh, you know, like Dante's Inferno with Punisher. And, well, that's the thing. If, if I was to go, with mine, like just I don't know, well, just freeze. Uh, maybe, maybe I'll go with okay. If you have, if you have a moment to, maybe I could like sort of think of one off my head. It'd be very yeah. hodgepodge. Okay, uh, do it for it. Um, oh, maybe a sort of again. It'll only be like a sort of tagline and maybe some minor explanation. But it'd be sure. the thing versus a thing. I'm thinking, oh, that which would be, 
which would be you started thing? off versus the thing. Okay. So, like, we're talking about Ben. Well, ben uh, okay, 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 let me set the scene. Set the scene, the, thing. set the scene a little bit. Um, the Fantastic Four, the Fantastic Four in Baxter building get called out to Outpost Thirty One, and as they get sent over there, there's a whole bunch of crazy stuff happening, and. Norwegians running around as they do, chasing after the dog. No idea what's happening there, but obviously, Mr. Fantastic, Reed Richards, pretty smart. He figures it out that there's some sort of celestial being here, and we're not sure exactly what's happening. And they manage to keep a hold on it, and the thing is frozen. They are very smart. They know exactly what's going on. However, in this compound, there's another person there who's... who's who is a professor and he says his name is Dr. Freeze, who is working in this <laughs> compound. And he, with his research that he is working on behest of Doom Enterprise, you know, <laughs> so, so just, you know, like yeah. just working on, on, on you know, the, the pay good money, you know, the, the, <laughs> the Doom, the doom uh, Gold Reserve is very good. And um, upon, you know, like testing on, the sample and the species that they have there. And he sort of realizes that the regenerative resources of this being, this thing that's in the ice, is really beneficial, not only to Doom Enterprises, but to Dr. Freeze's long lost love, which is his driving force for everything. Mm -hmm. Against uh, Reed Richards' uh, warnings and uh, <laughs> let's let let's let sleeping things lie. Basically, he looks to access it, but when he accesses it, he realizes the thing. It, it, it is the thing from John Carpenter's thing. Let's just get that right. But before it landed in Earth, it had two warriors that it absorbed before it crash landed, and then as its first iteration of itself, or as the the mess that they see coming together. They see a sort of seven foot warrior alien with mandibles in his face, and like sort of like he's got a laser cannon on his side, and don't sort know what's going a, on here. Some type of predator. Some sort of predator who is locked <laughs> with his, you know, his his shoulder is engulfed by this sort of slithery eight foot gooey alien. Alien, let's call it alien with an exoskeleton, and they've hmm. been. Locked in battle, and the thing has has absorbed this uh, this these two beings, and they have no idea what's going on here. And Doctor Freeze also thinks he has bitten more than he's chewed. And as stuff happens, obviously you know, chaos ensues. We actually get a team up. Not, they're not fighting against each other. Doctor Freeze realizes the mess up he has done, and he teams up with the Fantastic Four to end this. To, to, to stop this being and this this thing that has come along and don't know what's going on. Well, Dr. Doom can't have any of this. He, he No, 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 this can't be done because ultimate power is his ultimate goal. And it just so happens that they were sent there by Dr. Doom, you know, through his nefarious reasons, no idea why. But don't worry, he's got a backup plan because as they are fighting and battling against a thing and there is all... Well, thing, alien and predator, all that sort of stuff. Mm -hmm. Back in New York, the Avengers have uncovered 
something else that Doctor Doom has let loose, and it's like this big gelatinous blobby thing. <laughs> so there's carnage happening, and the story goes from there. That's awesome! Wow! <laughs> wow! <laughs> yeah, <laughs> let's just go with that. I have no I mean, idea just... what I said, but yeah, <laughs> you 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 blacked out. You you went into a trance. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The just the concept of the Fantastic Four dealing with the thing, yeah, is so fun. Yeah, yes, I yes. would love to see that. And for some reason, like maybe Ben Grimm is impervious to that, so it can't it can't get him for some reason. But the others, it can. That's Something why his rock body. Yeah, just having him against an alien and a predator that have that been fingerfied. So I mean, it's be just a xenomorph so three way. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Predalien. <laughs> yeah. And the sort of um, like Doctor Freeze, I, I want to tie in. I want to lean into his sort of. He's he's a he's a bad no he's yeah he's a bad good guy rather than a bad guy. That's how I always see him because he's always the sort of flawed mm-hmm. guy. And I'm I, I would much rather see him team up with Reed Richards than go against it because two genius you need two geniuses to fight the thing and the blob. Fully agree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that team up. I like him better as as a you know unsure ally yeah. than yeah. a full-on villain yeah that's the one thing with dr freeze i've always considered him like in comparison to marvel the um almost the magneto yeah version yeah you know kind of dc to marvel he's mm. he you know does bad things but in his mind it's you know he's trying to do for the betterment of you know, his wife is, but you know his tactics are far from, you know, yeah, honorable. He, he has like a, he has like a flawed logic. Yeah. He has a, he has he has a few steps, just like Magneto from like point one to ten. He's missing key steps in five, six, and seven. Yeah. basically, yeah. like like yeah. You, you need a bit of help there. Yeah. Wow. Well, I think I'm going to pronounce the winner as Umar here. <laughs> so, um, your trophy's in the mail. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Uh, I can't thank you enough for being here. This has been a blast. It's awesome having you. No uh, worries, anytime. As always, yeah, so much fun. I, I really appreciate you coming by. Please let people know about what's going on uh, with your work, what they can get now, what they Ooh. can look forward to in the future. Okay. Um, uh, well, you can buy my comics digi- digitally and physically online. Uh, I think it's on Gumroad and Big Cartel. Just search for my name. It's it's all on there. As well as that, I have a lad issue four set to come out. There, there has been a bit of a delay in, in things behind the scenes. No, no, no need to go into it here. But we do have a new artist uh, finishing off the final issue, Ben Philby, who is amazing. He has worked on Tomb of the Red Horse and Tomb of the White, White Horse, which and Black Horse. Basically, it's like a series uh, of four issues. They are really, really amazing stuff. Check them out on Kickstarter. Check them out on his website. He's finishing off issue four. Uh, I've also got, um, a, with Blackhearted Pe- Press, coming out later this year, um, Principal, which is part of their Bold Initiative uh, collection, uh, available at comic book stores, I think, later on this year. And then I've got another thing that I, I can't really talk about just yet, but it should be coming out uh, later on this year. Well, I would say it's, it's a comic for a movie tie-in, an anthology that I'm a part of, which I'm really excited about, but I can't say anything in, in, unless I get assassinated by someone. But <laughs> all right, <laughs> yeah, well, that's we'll pretty much it. Yeah. it. yeah, 
Absolutely. And we'll definitely have you back on even before that you can say anything. But when yeah. you can say something, we'll have you on. Oh, I will sure. be talking nonstop about that. Yeah. yeah. I can't wait. I can't wait. Uh, I, I, I will put all the links to those things that you mentioned in the description of the episode. So if Thank you're not you. sure, just go ahead and scroll down and find that link there. And uh, please, Umar's work is excellent. Absolutely. Um, I highly recommend, lad, get on it now before yeah. it's yes. over. Yeah. Uh, just do yourself a little favor and get yourself a little treat. It's it's excellent. Oh, thank uh, you, thank you very much, Chris. Do you have Do you have anything to plug? No, anything no, nothing right now. So, I'm finishing right. up those last two pages that I on on stuff that I'm writing. So, oh yeah, I've rented and and thank you very much, Umar, for being an editor for me. And I've taken all your your no problem editing notes Anytime, on there. Chris. So, yeah. Anytime. And then now it's just getting that done and finding an artist and seeing how uh, yep. issue number one would work. That'd be very exciting. Get that, get that show on the road. <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening, everyone. We will talk to you next time. All right. Have a good one, guys. Bye.